Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram, at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Hello, welcome along. This is episode number 53 of the Influence Podcast. And today... I'm interviewing uh, quite a unique um, individual. Very, very excited to introduce Benjamin Daly to the podcast. Um, ben uh, Ben is a best-selling uh, author of the book Appley Ever After. Um, that's with an A, not H, so Appley Ever After. Uh, a dating coach, best-selling author, and he ultimately helps women find and form a relationship with the right man. So he specializes in dating uh, or dating coach for women. He's also written a number of other books, including the book Why Men Don't Commit. We'll put links to uh, to the pages so you can get access and see all of these in the uh, in the show notes as well. And he's uh, recently launched his new 12-week transformation program, uh, which is extremely extremely exciting as well. Uh, certainly, when I when I um, brought Ben onto the podcast. We met a number of months ago uh, when we were still able to attend events in person and we met at a marketing event in, in London. Um, and when I brought Ben onto the podcast, I anticipated that we talked quite a lot about him, uh, his development as, a, as a, being a dating coach, how that came about, and then how social media has, has been used or how he's used social media to uh, to help clients with their dating, particularly in lockdown. There's a little bit of that, um, but quite quite quickly we then move into Ben's passion uh, or second passion, if you like, or dual passion, which is also marketing, uh, which <laughs> I uh, hadn't anticipated at the start or the time, but I'm really, really pleased that this is the angle that we took as well because there is so much value that, that Ben shares in here as well, particularly about some of the techniques and the strategies that he's using on Instagram. Now, within the, re, uh, the, um, the Instagalactic program, uh, there are certain strategies that we talk about, particularly with content, which tends to be the, uh, the biggest challenge that people have about what to share, how to find the best content, how to find the best quality content, uh, even from other accounts and other people that you can share to really, really maximize your growth and impact um, and grow your audience quickly. And Ben has got some fresh ideas, a fresh approach on that as well from his own experience uh, and things that he's been going through and working through. Uh, there's a number of different tools, different softwares and different um, sort of tips and advice that he has as well. So very, very practical ideas that you can start implementing with Instagram as well. Now, um, Ben, his, his kind of profile is quite remarkable. He's been featured in Cosmopolitan, uh, Bumble, Pop Sugar, 
um, NBC, The Telegraph, Bustle, BuzzFeed, uh, Tinder, ABC, CBS. Um, so he's, he really has uh, appeared in a number of different publications, very, very well known, internationally known publications as well. So he certainly does know his stuff. He certainly is an expert. And I know that you're going to enjoy this wide ranging conversation with dating coach Benjamin Daly. Let's dive in. Okay, Ben. Um, wow, what an introduction. Um, thank you so much for joining us on the Influence podcast today. Really, really excited about having you with us. And I have to ask, um, how has, well, t- talk to me, uh, obviously dating and a dating coach, how yeah. has that um, been impacted over the past few months uh, with the, the, the lockdown and coronavirus and such? Yeah, it's changed so much. I think everything has really just slowed down a lot. Everyone's moved online. And now with the whole social distancing thing, it's been a lot more challenging. But with my audience and uh, my coaching clients, I've just encouraged them to persevere despite all of the adversity that's um, come our way over the past uh, four or five months or so. But I think everything is slowly kind of returning back to normal, hopefully. And um, I don't think it'll be too long before things start to get back to normal in terms of dating, being able to go out and meet people as before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 I guess, the hope for a a lot of single people out there at the moment. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How, how did you, how did this come about? How did this area of, of, of of business come about? You've, You've got to tell us. Yeah, so this started about 15 years ago. I've always had such an interest in dating. And I remember, um, I I was never very good at this area myself. And I remember a book came out and I was obsessed. I remember riding down to the bookshop on my BMX to to buy this book. (laughs) And ever since then, I just had this fascination with the topic. I wanted to learn about psychology, about body language, about all these types of uh, facets of attraction just for my own personal benefit at that stage in my life. And as things progressed, as I got into my 20s and I grew up a bit more, um, I noticed that a lot of my female friends and family members were really, really struggling with this. They couldn't really find uh, the right type of guy. And I'd offer advice, and this was very, very unofficial at this stage. And um, I noticed that a lot of them started getting into relationships. Some of them started getting married. And some of them suggested that, I write a book on the topic because I had some insights that I could share from my experiences before, but also being a guy, being able to give a a man's insight too. So I wrote the book and then the book um, took off on Amazon, which was great. And then I started developing products and then doing web classes from there. So that's really how the business has come about. But most of the traffic that I get comes from platforms like Instagram as well as Facebook too. Amazing. Amazing. Mm. I mean, that's, that's obviously music to my ears when you say that yeah. that is the main platform where you've been generating traffic and, and mm. leads and such. And mm. I, I would anticipate that that is the, that's really where your audience is as well. It's the ideal yeah. client, the ideal type of customer that's using Instagram. Would that be fair yeah. to say? Oh yeah, completely. I think there's, there's a lot to be said about meeting your audience where they already are and being able to provide them something that they want to see and experience. Yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure. So looking at your, I mean, I look at your profile. I'm going to come back, I'm kind of working my way around to, to how, how we met and then moving it more into sort of the marketing side. But just coming come and look at your profile first. Um, and for anybody, I'll, I'll put obviously links in the show notes for everybody that's listening. Um, Benjamin Daly on Instagram. Um, you've got, you know, way beyond 6,000 followers now. So and a quite remarkable um, 
look and feel if you like yeah. of your your account it's really nicely branded and, and color schemed and such we'll come back to that um mm. as well but i can't help but notice that you've also got featured in cosmopolitan bumble tinder bustle um as well these are these are big names within yeah. the, the the dating and relationship space so how 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 did that come about and how are you in a position to be working with with these kind of well-known brands and companies um, I think it comes down to niching your audience initially, becoming an expert in one specific area, because a lot of writers, journalists, bloggers are looking for very, very targeted experts. So deciding that this is my niche, this is what I do, this is who I service, you want to become an obvious choice for a lot of these writers. So what I, I, I branded myself initially through my website and through my Instagram and whatnot, and also having the book really, really helped. And um, from then, I, I initially started reaching out to um, uh, journalists that had already decided that might be a good fit. But I also use services like um, Helper Reporter Out or HARO. That's a good one that you okay. can actually subscribe to. Um, and you can have specific keywords that you can then type in as part of your search and you'll get emails that come through let's assume that you're in dating i just i just put dating on mine or if you're yeah. into any other whether it's marketing whether it's you know whatever business or industry you're in you could put keywords so basically journalists will then put requests into the platform okay. and you will then receive emails that are specific when they're looking for it. and all you do is just keep an eye out for ones that are specific to what you do then yeah. you can then um, email them back and there's also another one called um, journal requests which is another one I believe that one's free that one comes through Twitter and there's a lot of um, journalists that are looking for expert commentary on particular topics okay that, yeah. just just those two things alone are an absolute goldmine I think for, for anybody listening uh, yeah. again I can I can more than happy to, to link to those as well oh, so definitely, they, yeah. they were journal requests was the second yep. one and was it H-O- H-A-R-O that's Help correct. Yeah. So help a reporter out. Yeah. Okay. And I believe Amazing. it's something like $20 a month or something like that. It all depends on the type of niche that you're going for. But certainly if you are positioning yourself as an expert within one tight niche, then you become the go-to. And once you start working with journalists, they will come back and ask you to add more yeah. commentary because they're looking to form um, an argument within their their, their article that they're writing. They usually want a bit of both sides and this has enabled me to get into um, some of the larger publications as well. And you can also go direct to, that's another strategy. So if you have the particular journalist that you, that you know you could add value to, then you can just go direct and start pitching um, ideas for articles. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's better it. if they're very timely as well. So say, for example, in my niche, it's good to message uh, journalists about articles on how to do virtual dating, for example, because it's very current and you can kind of predict what people are going to want to read about or what journalists are going to want to write about. And that'll be relevant to yeah. your particular industry or your niche. Yeah. 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 Okay. And you're, you, you are even more specifically niche in that you focus on advice for women. Is that right? Yeah. And coaching see, for yeah. women. Mm-hmm. okay perfect I, ha- I have to ask and we we weren't necessarily gonna gonna do this so i might be putting you on the spot a bit but sure. um if there were say three four five two things or if, if maybe you have kind of a signature um, step-by-step process that you take people through mm. are, there, are there any significant things that that 
you kind of always go to when you're, you're giving people advice around that? Yeah, I think firstly, it's about being specific on who it is you're looking for. So being targeted about, okay, be, who, who do I want to attract? And then it's about, mm. right, who do I need to become to attract that type of person? And then opening yourself up to a larger audience, like what we do in marketing. It's about getting seen by the right people at the right time and becoming yeah. the right person amongst all of that. So for me, it's all about exposure, getting yourself out there in front of the right people and then yeah. being able to understand what that person really wants in a relationship yeah. or in a partner. So it's about understanding that the other person in front of you has completely different needs to what you have and understanding that you may need to, to, to add values in different ways than what you need in a relationship. Mm. So it's about understanding the differences there. And also one of the key threads that run through my coaching is all about perseverance because dating is one of those things that involve a lot of knockbacks and adversity. But if you are conditioned to, to see it as, a, as something that's not going to be a quick fix. It's not going to magically happen overnight, but you see the long game and you're willing to, to, to deal with the, the lumps and bumps along the way, then you know, you're much more likely to succeed as long as you don't quit. That is the only yeah. caveat. Quitting will guarantee that you won't find the right partner, but staying in there long enough and finding out how to market yourself and brand yourself, like we're going to talk about today about marketing and branding yourself is very similar. It's in fact, exactly the same as business. You, you've got a, sp- a specific audience and you've got to find a way to sell that, uh, that person, the idea of you yeah. being their partner. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And, and just listen to, to, you know, the, the points that you've mentioned, you know, the perseverance, getting out in front of a wider audience, being yeah. very clear on, on, on what you want, but also what you can offer. Um, yeah, sure. picking, picking, you know, being, having a clear focus and, and, yeah. or staying in your lane and such all, yeah. all those things relating to relationship advice as they do to if you're like picking up for want of a better phrase your your ideal client the per- person that you want to work with and the, the person mm. that you're you're looking to attract as being the ideal client and ideal customer for your business so there's yeah. do i think we've probably already answered it but do you see and and do you kind of i guess this is a big advantage for your marketing as well but do you see clear difference uh so clear um alignment with with the advice that you give for dating but then also with with the marketing structures and and processes you follow as well completely yeah i I think the belief that dating and romance and meeting the right partner is based on kind of the fairy tale will only lead to disappointment if you apply some principles around lead generation and sales conversations and all these business kind of talk that yeah. actually deep down this is what it really is you it is about finding the right person and if just by having those insights when it comes to business this is why i find that when i'm um coaching the the clients that get the fastest results are typically the ones who are already in business or entrepreneurs because yeah. they yeah. understand about lead generation understand about sales conversations and perseverance and sticking in long enough to mm-hmm. to see it through to the end absolutely yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So let's let's move on to Instagram because it's it's obviously something that we share in, in, in common. And, and we yeah. met probably, well, it was about a month or so before lockdown, wasn't it, at a, mm, a marketing yeah. event um, yeah. in, in London. Mm. And immediately when we met and I took a look at your, your social media, I, I loved it. I just thought that what you've got set up and the, the branding and such, it looks tidy, it looks really clean, it's obvious what you do, yeah. the engagement is fantastic. Um, tell me a little bit about how, and I know you've had quite a lot of success in the past couple of months, so we'll come on to that shortly, but tell me about how it all started and how you started using Instagram and, and what that process looked like. 
Well, it was um, it was a bit of a disaster at the beginning. To be honest, I remember starting out because it was always a personal account. It was just my thing, and I had this idea that I knew I wanted to turn this into some kind of business and scale it up. So it was always just a personal account, and I had lots of friends on there, and you know, most of them were were my male mates as well. So as soon as I started posting quotes and things like that i can imagine what they were thinking yeah and bless them they're still following me even though they probably can't resonate with any of my content now <laughs> but the um yeah it was it was a kind of slow process I started putting out um quotes related that i knew might resonate with my audience that i was i was going for and um i started posting videos and a lot of it was around the launch of the book it was never really intended to be the whole focus which was my my business but Right. With time, I slowly adjusted and ended up becoming much more of a, a niche account towards my market. And I think I'll probably end up creating a personal account at some point separately, just so uh, people can see anything but dating advice. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's how it all started. And I started to pick up traction. The more I focused on solving one particular problem on my Instagram, the more traction it built. Because I believe... I, I'm, I mean, I'm not an expert in the Instagram algorithm. I'm sure you know more than I do in this area. But I found that if you are really specific, Instagram wants to give you a chance and it'll, it'll find ways to push you in front of the right people if you're consistent at posting similar content regularly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what your experience of that is. Mm. Yeah, I, no, I, I fully agree. It, it's certainly when when the recommendation that I have for, for, for our clients and people that I speak to when getting started is, you know, there's, a, there's a, as, as you've already mentioned, a number of elements that, that, are, that are key. It's, it's the consistency. It's showing up mm. all the time. It's usually using hashtags regularly, but those that are going to get in front of the right type of people speaks to the yeah. right type of audience. It's aligns clearly with the content that you're sharing. Um, and as you mentioned, being relevant to that particular audience where they know what they're going to get every single time they come back. They, they're reliant on you and, and you're consistent, not just in how frequently yeah. you, you post, but consistency, consistency in the type of content that you share yeah. um, and, and, and the message that you're kind of sharing from your account as well, which is ultimately what, why people do that and how to stand out in, in what is increasingly a, a busy mm. space and a busy yeah. area. Of course. Um, ultimately. So what were some of the, what were some of the changes that you, that you've, cause, cause I mean, again, the account looks fun. Anybody that lands on this account now, and again, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but Benjamin Daly um, is the, is the full name for the account. What talk to me about some of the processes that you've, that you've been through and what, what have you found has really worked well for mm. your account, for your growth, for your engagement over the recent weeks and months? Yeah. Okay. So there's a few things that um, I could share now. First of all, I think it's really important before you start developing content and really scaling up your Instagram account, you have to understand not only who you're trying to target, but also two things, and that is their pain and desire. If you've got those two things figured out, for me, it's, it's quite obvious for me now because it's you know, women in their late 20s to early 30s who are looking to find the right partner. They've been disappointed in the past, yet they want to get to the place that they want to get to. And so being able to provide content which helps them along that journey, that is really, really important. So understanding who your customer avatar is and what is their pain and desire. And if everything is based on those two things, then you start building traction. So for me, I started with some videos as well. I noticed that videos can be quite time consuming to produce. And obviously, I've been focusing on building my product at this moment. So videos haven't taken a priority, but they will be coming back very, very soon. 
but I just think of it in terms of medium, whether it's a video, whether it's a, a post with 10 bullet points and tips, or whether it's just a single Twitter style quote, all yeah. of them serve the same purpose. It's about informing, educating and entertaining and moving people from where they are now to where they want to get to. And if you've got supplementary products or coaching programs that you can add on top of that, or you can invite them to an event such as a webinar, which helps increase that level of value that you're giving and eventually sell the whole package, which is the final product where they can completely immerse themselves into your content. That's kind of the, the value ladder right there. Yeah. So starting at the, the baseline level, which is about getting exposure and getting in front of the right people, uh, my methodology is to find content that is already performing. And this works really, really well, especially if you're in a niche where there's already uh, meme accounts out there, or there's already other influences in your space who are succeeding at this one thing. So what I will do, and I'll, I'll share this with you now, which is how I do content research. And this is a really, really valuable tool. So I use yeah, something please. called Instaloadgram. Okay. And this is a website whereby you can type in the handle of any, I say competitor, not really competitor, but someone within your space who's doing what you're doing and is succeeding at it already. Preferably if they've already got content which is in written form, because then you can then repurpose and rebrand and um, reword content of theirs that you know will work for, for your audience too. So I'll use a website called Instaloadgram. So rather than thinking about original content, as I mentioned before, I'll do tried and tested content, which means that you completely uh, shortcut the whole process because you're, you can extract content that is already high performing. So the highest 10% of likes is the yep. stuff that I will use as inspiration for new content. So Instaloadgram, then you go to something at the bottom. When you land on that page, it's called Expert Tool. Sorry, export tool, export tool. Yeah. And if you click on there, there's an option that says post brackets from account. And I'll click on that and then I'll drop the, the handle for the Instagram account and I'll press download or whatever. Usually you, pay, you can pay on PayPal, it usually costs you know, five, $5 or something like that. And you can basically get all of the data from another account from inception. So if there's accounts where they've got two, 3,000 posts within your niche, you can download everything from day one into a um, Microsoft Excel spreadsheet, which is so valuable. And then from there, you can, whether you choose to outsource it, whether you choose to do it yourself, you can basically break that content down into month because it's all chronological, break it down into month and then sort it based on highest performing content per month. Does that make sense? It certainly does. Yeah, yeah. I'm and then from there, <laughs> I will then use this other tool, which is called, it's a, it's a, a Chrome extension and this one is called so let me pull it up now it's called tab Save, and you can basically copy and paste the image URLs into this extension called tab save and you can download every single con every single piece of content that you've extracted so say for example there's a an account with 2,000 posts within your niche you can download the the spreadsheet with the, all the information on every single piece of content they produce, so it'd be 2,000, then you can then sort out the top 10%. So it means that you, you'll download 200 of the best performing pieces of content that that account yeah. has ever created. And then from there, you can use that content to 
repurpose into your own stuff. I wouldn't recommend plagiarizing anyone else's stuff, but certainly you can reword. Or if there's, if it's a, a meme account, for example, where there is no author and it's been circulating around the internet for 20 years, then you know you can reuse it. But just probably just don't put your own name underneath yeah. it as though it's your own quote. But what I'll do is I'll then create a bank of content that I know is relevant. I know it's already working. It's pre-tested. I don't have to push it out there and hope that it's going to succeed because I know already that the audience is already um, resonating with it. So the next step is then I'll use um, hashtags. So I always thought initially that hashtags serve no value and that people would be typing (laughs) in hashtag. I didn't really understand how it worked. I thought, oh no, I don't, I don't really understand it. But actually the value in it is that some people follow hashtags. Yeah. And they will see hashtags. Ben, sorry. I'm just going to stop you there only because Yes. Um, the the amount of information that you've just given is massive. So yep. I, I almost want to unpick. No, no, it's great. I almost want to unpick some of that first before mm. we go on to the hashtags, if that's okay. Sure. Yeah, of course. So, so just to just to sort of re recap and, and rehash some of the, the, the things that you've said. So, what you're essentially doing, and this is this is just incredible, is you're you're able to identify or the tools that you just mentioned, um, Insta, Load, Gram, and then yep. Tab, tab Save. Um, between these two tools, you're able to identify some of the top leaders, experts within your field, within your space, within your niche. You're then able to identify and find the best and or their most engaged content from um, over the past three, six, nine, twelve months, two years, five years, ten years, depending mm-hmm. on how long the account's been around, mm-hmm. and you're then able to almost export the most active, the most engaged, the most valuable, the best content, if you like, from that account, yep. so that you can then repurpose it and share it from your own account. Exactly. And one thing just to be clear there, Jake, is yep. these tools won't enable you to find the other accounts you will have to do your own yes. research but yes. the best way to do this is either to search on hashtags that ones that you think might be relevant or even better is say for example you're in the space of motivation let's assume and yeah. you you go to you know a motivational instagram page or tony robbins or you know whoever it is you can basically click and there's a there's a down arrow and it will show you all of the most relevant other accounts yeah. that tie closest so you can basically build a list of all of the accounts that you are then going to find the information on and of course all of this information is public domain you can see how many posts you can see what's the most liked but it just it just makes it systematic and the fact that you can organize this stuff easily because i it took me ages to figure this stuff out i was trying to do it i I was using another tool before but it was so expensive i thought surely there's a better way of doing i just experimented until i found this thing where uh, you know, I'd love Excel. So, <laughs> you know, it was no issue me getting stuck into this whatsoever. I was geeking out on it. But um, yeah, so if you find those accounts and then use those two tools, you can extract um, the, the most valuable information. But I'd always recommend, like I said before, you really have to know your audience because there's no point doing this stuff if you're not specific or you're not going after the same audience that someone else is. And all of this Absolutely. stuff is free as well. Other than the extraction of the data, everything is free yeah yeah and that that is i've heard that as well i say that's generally one of the the greatest um assets i think that 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 we share through obviously through the podcast and then in the in the intergalactic training as well is that actually 
a lot of the, the tools that you can uncover, they are free to use. They, they're, they're quite, they tend to be, and I don't know if you found this with, with, with these platforms, but they tend to be quite fast moving in the sense mm. that you, you'll, you'll maybe identify one or two tools that do it really well, but then six months later they've disappeared and they've been yeah. replaced by different yeah. ones because Instagram's mm. closed them down. Yeah. Um, but certainly while these are, these are available, it's definitely worth looking at these insider tips and tricks and, Definitely. Um, and, and as you say, you know, um, so that you can get the best of the best so that you yeah. can be sharing it from your own mm. account at the end of the day. I love yeah. that. I love that. So I'll put, as I say, I'll put, um, cause this is, I know there's going to be loads of people taking notes and, 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 um, and going away and looking at these different sites <laughs> and, and extensions and things. So I will put links sure. to, um, Insta Loadgram and, and, and tab save as well in the, mm-hmm. um, uh, in the show notes. So, I'm delighted that you, sorry, I cut you off before, but let's, let's do it now. Let's get into that, that world of uh, hashtags. Talk to me about how you've uncovered the best ones for you. Yeah. So let's assume that before we get into the hashtags, actually, it probably might be worth just mentioning about scheduling because that is an important step in between that. So once you've got all of this content that you've, that you've extracted from the internet and you've got folders, I, I've run it all on a Google drive. And I'll have a folder for each account that I've done research on. And I will then repurpose and, you know, that will generate inspiration for new stuff that I can then create. Or you can repurpose certain things into, into videos or whatever, however you want to repurpose it. Yeah. I will then uh, create the content. Or I actually have a, uh, a designer now who uses Canva to then yes. repurpose. And it's those Twitter-style posts that work really really well and it means that you yeah. can get your image on there as well which is pretty cool yeah. Yeah. so i i use templates that i have a designer who will do all of this stuff for me so i'll just give her the spreadsheet of all of the, the quotes she will then design it and then put them back into the google drive so then we can my other va can then post that on later and later is another amazing tool yes so you yeah. can schedule in your posts you can schedule in your stories and before, I mean, had I done this originally to create, to, to post twice a day and post two stories a day would have been, you know, 20, 30 hours at least to create the content, come up with the content, uh, turn it into something visual, then to post it, then to do all the um, captions and everything else like that. It would just takes so long. I managed to get it down to about an hour a week now. And now I've got Amazing. my VA who does that. And that's only because the whole system is so highly leveraged. Yeah, um, and I've just found ways to systematize it. And I'd really recommend doing these things because the amount of time it will take you to prepare will save you a tremendous amount of time in your execution. Yeah. So is, later is one of those yeah. tools which are amazing. You can you can pre-select all your content for the whole week. You can even what I do is I have pre-written captions. Yeah. Captions is another bottleneck. If you're having to write original content every single post you make, it can really slow the whole process down. So I, I categorize my posts into different themes and I'll have 30 different themes based on my content. So, and I'll write five to 10 pre-written captions for each one that give each post a meaning and I'll just match them up. Yes. And then I'll have all of those captions preloaded into later. So they all got reference code. Uh, it sounds, it's, I mean, it's a little bit complicated. <laughs> this probably isn't translating well into audio. But it doesn't need to be. No, no. Yeah. It, 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 well, the thing is, that the beauty is, um, Ben, that within, again, within the Intergalactic program, we talk about later. Yeah. Um, I've, I've mentioned later in previous episodes, later, later.com um, yeah. in previous episodes for scheduling 
the yeah. fact that it's it's a free to use tool or can be a free to use tool um or there's a there's a very low paid option i think about ten dollars a month um and the idea again it's as you mentioned that that word leverage you know you've gone mm. from what would be hours and hours and hours of planning and scheduling and going onto the platform and writing captions and finding the hashtags and such to yeah. suddenly being able to, to leverage, first of all, different softwares, different tools. Yeah. You mentioned two or three of them now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you obviously you've got the, the, the virtual assistant who comes in um, and is supporting you with that to now have that down where all of your content, your social media presence is mm. covered. Uh, you know, we're talking getting exposure. We'll talk about this in just a moment with the, 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 the reach that you get in, but to the point where you're getting in front of tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people, like for your business and building your brand, but yeah. you're able to do that in just an hour a week. I mean, that's pretty yeah. remarkable, right? Pretty yeah. Remarkable. But I think it's important to note that when I first started, I didn't have a clue about any of this and it is a process <laughs> that can, that can be learned because I was severely failing at this right at the beginning, but over yeah. time and, you know, by providing these tools and giving these insights, I hope it will help um, listeners to understand how this whole process works and how, you know, even if you start off really simply with just, researching a few accounts and just doing very simple stuff you can use later just to post once a day if that's it to start with but you can implement different techniques in order if you really want to scale if you want to be doing two three posts a day it's impossible um to do that if you're looking to you know if you you have to you have to have so much time available and if you if you want to do it to that scale you need to find a way to to be efficient with the way you do it Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So how, how do you add a bit of, if you like rocket fuel to your posts with, with hashtags and such? Yeah. So I've got, there's a specialist who I use and we can include his link in the show notes. Hopefully he's, um, he's called Absolutely. Tommy and he really helped, um, me find all of the hashtags that were relevant. I didn't do the hashtag search. He did it himself, but he was fantastic at this. He gave me 180 hashtags that were relevant. But like I said, linking back to what we talked about before, it's so important to have a niche because otherwise you have content which doesn't really resonate with the audience. The key is relevance with all of this. So engagement and relevance. If you're if you're producing content, you're putting it out to the right hashtags, then it will build traction and you'll get likes. So um I like with the the captions, I have pre-scheduled hashtags for each post, for each category. And I will then have that in within later as the first comment. So he gave me 180. I will then assign different hashtags for different categories, as we'll call it, of posts. And then from there, we'll then push out to the to the audience some of them will do really well and some of them will nosedive and that's okay it's all part of the process but yeah i mean when i first started um i was getting maybe a couple hundred uh, likes and then within a couple of weeks i was getting two thousand likes yeah. post yeah. and then the reach just went enormous it was um i think it was like two weeks ago i was getting like 97 or 100,000 uh, people reached a week which just blows my mind that is, yeah. And this, and this again, just to reemphasize that this is not using any advertising. So we're not talking about any paid advertising. We're not talking about running Facebook ads or anything. We're talking about simply by using, you know, the strategies, um, the scheduling tools, finding the right hashtags, um, you know, getting that, getting that information, mm-hmm. getting in front of a hundred thousand pairs of eyes every week 
Yeah. Um, or I say totally for free. Obviously, there's some cost, but, but without any advertising, yeah, it's pretty powerful stuff, right? It's really yeah. powerful stuff. Yeah, and then you can start building your your audience and your following off the back of it. It hasn't been as fast as maybe I would have anticipated or hoped, but certainly, I mean, I've probably been picking up. 30 to 40, sometimes up to 50 new followers a day, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then my goal, I believe that with, with Instagram and, and Facebook and whatever else, to build a business, because everything changes so fast, you don't want to be reliant upon unpaid advertising. I think it's important to, to have paid advertising as the backbone of your business because then it's predictable. The mm-hmm. goal, I, th- I, I, my, I mean, my belief is that a really successful and scalable business is one way you can put you know a pound in ad to make five to ten in in revenue because it's predictable it's reliable and if one app like say tiktok for example who knows if that's get get shut down there, there's lots of people out there who have built massive audiences and now they're thinking god am i going to lose all of that audience within a couple of weeks so i think it's important to i've learned is that i need to build my business off of paid advertising and any other type of strategies like organic or uh, hashtags kind of become the icing on the cake yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i would i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> it's, it's i love it's almost like i planted some of the things that you said because it, it genuinely it's, it's it's been perfect so far ben so thank you for everything that you shared right. the, thank you to to move then into the the yeah it's, it's perfect really is but to move into that that notion of Everything that you've described is, is perfect for building that audience on Instagram, getting engagement, getting the traction, building the following. Um, but ultimately, whether it's Instagram, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, all these different platforms, the real value is moving people off these platforms, as you yeah. mentioned, by using organic strategies, but also paid advertising and moving yeah. them into a database and building sure. an email list at the end of the day. Um, so... From is there just before we move because I really want to dig in a bit more to to what you're doing now and and how the structure of your business is now. But is there anything else that you that we haven't maybe touched on with Instagram and how you use an Instagram that you'd maybe like to share um, that we haven't already discussed? Um, I think that is the the bulk of what I do. It's very simple. I will be transitioning over to video. and IGTV is is a big one right now. Um, so over the next coming months, I'll be producing more videos that are also relevant, having very tip based videos. So five tips for this or seven tips for this or one simple hack for whatever those type of videos really do work well. And I haven't had a chance to experiment with those and hashtags yet. So that'd be really interesting. But Mm. I had a chat with someone uh, when you, when you start a new ad account on Facebook, sometimes Facebook give you a call just to kind of introduce you to it. And yeah. the guy on the other side was saying how IGTV is a really good way to go because I know Instagram are really pushing that channel. So yes. if you, if you're going towards the, um, the, the tools and features that Instagram are really pushing, they'll give you that advantage and yes. they'll really push new content. Yeah. Um, that you're, if you're producing relevant content on IGTV, for example, but this, yeah. this may not be the case for very long. So I think it's just yeah. about riding the waves. Um, yeah, honestly, uh, Ben, everything you said is just, yeah, it's music to my ears. You, you, you're awesome. absolutely yeah, spot on the, the idea of IGTV. I couldn't get behind that more than yeah. what you've said. You know, it's been touted as a rival to YouTube. Mm. Um, I mean, they've got a long way to go, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. it has, um, and the fact that I think the prediction a couple of years ago was by 2021, yeah. 80% of, of everything we consume online would be video. Yeah. 
Um, wow. Obviously, taking into account Netflix and Amazon Prime and yeah. streaming sports and, and movies and such, mm-hmm. uh, and Zoom, um, yeah. was, as many people are using today. Um, but that is definitely the way to go. And, and you, you kind of just touched on using all the different areas of Instagram, you know, stories. And, um, and I can see, again, looking at your profile now with, with your featured stories, which look really, really nicely branded across the front of the, uh, your profile. Instagram TV we've talked about as well. Yeah. So tell me now then how, what's, what's the process? Because, again, I find this fascinating. Any, anybody that's a business owner, anybody that's an entrepreneur will want to know then, now that you've got the traction or as you've got the traction, as you're building your audiences, you're getting you know, hundreds of thousands of people viewing your content on a, on a weekly basis. Um, what's this process now that you're moving people in for your, your dating um, coaching uh, business and how are you tra- making that transition from social media into yeah. your database and, and your products and services and such? Yeah, this is something that's still quite new to me and I still haven't fully figured out the whole process yet, but I'm, I'm working it out piece by piece. And the first thing that always came through from every course or book that I read was always about building a compelling lead magnet that gets people almost as ethical bait, they call it, where yeah. you, you, you're able to offer them something that can, um, in exchange for an email address that you can use to then build your database. So writing a short book is a really good um, way to do it if you think about your audience and what their pain and desire is we talked about earlier and you can embed that both into the title but also into the bullet points of your capture capture page that's a really good way to do it because then you start picking it it becomes a very easy next step for people who they're following you they're seeing your content and then within your bio you have you know download my free book so yes i wrote a, a short book um, a couple of months ago, which is called uh, Why Men Don't Commit. And from research, that seemed to be the biggest theme that was running through and the biggest challenge that a lot of my audience were facing. So I embedded the pain and desire within the actual title itself. So it was actually um, uh, Why Men Don't Commit. So I've only got the title. Yeah. <laughs> but it's something about, you know, um, how to get a guy begging for. Uh, commitment or something like that so it's yeah. basically the the, the um, pain and the desire all baked into the title and it is a good book is is there's lots of value in there as well because you don't want to offer someone something and for them to feel disappointed after they read it you want them to be excited to read it and to read yes. it and think wow god this is this is really good and i only got this for free and and then you follow up with an email sequence that talks about you know an event that you're running or webinar and you want it just helps build trust i think Initially, when people first interact with people online, there's a high amount of skepticism and a low amount of trust. And your job, whether it's through your organic content or through your ads or through your lead magnet or whatever it is, is to reverse that. You want them to build trust and to reduce skepticism, to feel like you know they, they know, like, and trust you. And that's yep. when people are willing to then take things further. They're looking to you know sign up or enroll onto your, your program. So... A lead magnet is a really important step. So understanding what your audience and their challenge is, finding a small solution they can then use or read to then solve part of their problem. So in my one, why men don't commit a secret to getting any man begging for commitment. I then run that on ClickFunnels, very simple capture page. And would you like me to share kind of the the structure that works best for me on a a capture page? 
What I was, I, do you know what I, um, yeah, absolutely. I'm, what I was just going to say is, I'm, mm. again, I've, I've got the, the advantage of being able to, obviously we're not in the same room, but yeah. uh, I've got the advantage of being able to look on Instagram and, and through all your pages. A- again, anybody that's listening, Ben's capture page, Ben or lead magnet page, if you like, his opt-in page, is a wonderful, a really good example of a high quality opt-in page um the layout the structure the the sort of the client success stories testimonials and social proof and such um is is yeah very very it's a great example for anybody in any niche any business area to come and take a look at your your opt-in page and get an idea about that as well so please yeah yeah, talk us talk us through it talk us through it yeah so we talked about this uh previously which is about having everything above the fold so most people now consume content on their phone so it's less relevant than it was before but certainly on desktop so i'd recommend the following structure and and this is the link maybe we can include the link in the in the show notes just so people if they want to come check it out but yeah I'd, i'd have logo at the top with your your name and whatever it is you do then you want to have a really juicy headline so mine is the secret to getting any man begging for commitment and or it could be you know how to x without y you know pain desire and once that hooks them in then you then start to explain what it is that you're offering so mine i'll have the headline at the top a little bit lower to the left i'll have a mock-up of what it is they're getting now that is really important i think people love to feel the tangibility of the product that they're receiving so having a a mock-up of of your book is really really valuable that increases the value and the perceived value and then to the right of the book i'll have bullet points so in this case i've got five which includes you know the eight reasons why men avoid commitment what he really means when he says oh, i'm not ready all of these things that my audience can really resonate with and then i'll have just beneath that is free download so basically yeah. people can click on that they give their name email address and they're sent the book immediately and then they receive the email sequence that follows so really it's headline mock-up bullet points call to action, which is the free download. And then from there, as you go down, most people take action at the top, but for those that need a little bit more convincing, you know, you drop down and I've got there, which is where I build credibility. So I've got all the logos as seen in included and then success stories. I've got about this success stories are the screenshots that I've received over the past year from people who have been on my courses or done work with me or whatever and have now got to that next level where they're even in a relationship or they're finding success that's really important to build that credibility and testimonials then i'll talk about myself at the bottom just a little bit about about me it says about the orphan and once again cta call to action right at the bottom and this has worked really well I've, i've managed to split test this quite a lot by running traffic to this ad and this is the refined final version and using this template is is a really good way so whoever for you guys who are listening who want to then create a lead magnet feel free to copy that that layout because that that one's worked really well mm. for me model model yeah. <laughs> model the layout yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we don't we don't copy anything but yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right Ben. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it thank you that's I, and and you know what I, so many um so many times that, that when you look at a really, really strongly put together, and I realise that we're, obviously we're talking about this as I think both of us have got the benefit of being able to see it in front of us. Um, anybody that's listening, as I, as I mentioned, we'll put the, the link into to Ben's uh, Instagram profile, and then when you do click through, um, it will it will bring you to this page. But and, and again, for business owners, 
entrepreneurs, people that are building their brands, selling their products, building their lists, you mm. must have, you know, you, you need to have, this is the gateway from moving yeah. people off social media and into that database. And I think, Ben, just the, the description that you've gone through there is, 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 is incredible, really, um, and, awesome. and detailed. So thank you so much for that. Um, and, and then from there, um, tell us a little bit, maybe, maybe you don't need to go into sort of the marketing side, but more just, just the support side for your clients then. What, how, how is that looking and how does that support look now for your clients moving forward? And, and how does Instagram and, and I guess social media pay, play a role in that? Yeah, so initially I was doing one-on-one coaching, which I love to do, but I realized that it wasn't scalable enough because I wanted to create a product that was accessible for everyone. I didn't want to be the coach who just charges you know, thousands and thousands and thousands just, and only be accessible to those people who can afford it. I wanted to create a product that everyone could access who was having these same challenges because typically a lot of other people in the space would run retreats or they'd run really high-end coaching programs which are only available to a limited few so by building something which was a group coaching program i knew that i would be able to scale and be able to have more of an impact doing what i'm doing so yeah the next step after this capture page is the email sequence which will then lead to an event so they'll have um a web class, which then further helps them move along that journey. So yeah. in that web class, it's more secrets. And then at the end of the web class, we talk about the actual product itself. So um, introducing them to the coaching program and I'll create an offer. So it's, it's bundled together. It's a lot of different products collectively. So it'll be the online uh, program as well as workbooks and then additional supplementary tools that they can then use to improve their process of moving from where they are to where they want to be. And I'll do weekly Q and A's with the group as well. So I can service more people in less time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and, and I think that's again, a, a real great shift. Do, do you find that that's, that that's been impacted by the, the coronavirus and the lockdown or is that a shift that you were looking for anyway? Yeah, it's something that I was looking to do before, but because I've, I've ran my web classes as kind of test versions, but I haven't actually had a chance to roll it out on a, on a larger scale. So I'm at that stage now where I'm just starting now. I've, I've created my web class and I've got the ads started as well. So that is early stage at this point. But yes, yeah, certainly nowadays, I think with the likes of coronavirus now, um, the resistance for people to jump on a Zoom webinar is so much less than it used to be. I think back in the day, you know, I think I can't remember how large the user base was on Zoom before coronavirus as it is now, but I think it's something like 20, 30 times the size that it used to be. So now for those people who didn't necessarily know what a webinar was or aren't within our space, I think sometimes within entrepreneurial space, people understand the process of how it works, but yeah. certainly if you're reaching an audience, which is outside of the entrepreneurial space, they don't necessarily have that exposure to it. So being able to say to a group of people, Oh, I'm running a free zoom, uh, web class on Wednesday night. People go, okay, that's cool. I understand that. I use zoom at work. I understand how it all works. I know how to sign in. I've got an account, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I certainly think coronavirus has really helped lower the barriers to entry for running online web classes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And I would I'd probably go one step further there as well and say, mm. I think it's also lowered the barrier for people to, to purchase online as well. Yeah. Um, in that not being able to go to the high street, obviously 
certainly in the UK at the time, I mean, we're recording this at the end of July um, and restrictions are different in different countries, but um, certainly during the, the, the heavy lockdown period, you know, there was no real option aside from supermarkets. There was no real yeah. option to do your shopping aside from online. Mm. Um, and so that, 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 that barrier and that kind of fear and anxiety that people maybe have had to, to making purchases online has also been removed. And I think that that takes it one step further as well. Yeah. Um, on top of the webinars, which is, which is, which is fantastic. Mm. So what I've got, I've got to ask from where you've, where you've come uh, over the past, well, I say over the past, but obviously you've been doing this extremely long time now, but since we met six months or so ago and, and um, at what was actually a marketing event, where you are now and, and what does this look like, say 12 months from now, where do you see this going even two years, five years from now? Mm. I think my next step is to get this whole thing systematized and be able to service my um, audience and customers as well as I possibly can. My objective is to get them results. I'm very strategic in my thinking anyway. So I want to help them transition from where they are now to where they want to be. Obviously there's a business embedded within that. So it'll be able to help as many people achieve the goals they're looking for and get them into the the happy relationship that they're looking to achieve. So that that is the bed of, of what I do and what I want to accomplish, as well as building my business and being able to create a business that I can travel and, you know, connecting with my audience through the likes of Zoom and with books and yeah. whatever. So eventually I think it'll get to a point where I'll have, I, I don't see myself having multiple products because I think if I've got too many products, it detracts from the quality of the core product. I think if I've got one core product that does the job exceptionally well, it's a full and ro- remarkable solution to their problem, then I don't need to add more stuff to it. Yeah. Um, maybe I may end up increasing and, and having higher tier products eventually, see how it goes. But I think probably eventually the, I will end up transitioning over to more of the marketing and coaching side for business owners yes. because I love this topic so much. <laughs> this is <Yeah>. my, my <laughs> favorite thing is apart from dating relationships, I love talking about digital marketing and helping people yeah. build their coaching business because yeah. I've, I've had to learn all of this stuff and you know, where I was last year to compared to, to where I am now has, has all been because of the help of the likes of yourself and individuals who have taken the time to help those people who are struggling to move from where they are now to where they want to get to. Yeah. And, 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 and you have, you know, and, and credit to yourself because you, you, you know, you've invested in your own education. You've, you've been to events, you've been through training programs and a, yeah. you know, a, a number of, um, a number of people, a number of courses that you've attended and you're on masterminds and things as well. So it's, yeah, it, it's, it's very much something, as you say, that you're, you're very much bought into and it's, it's mm. a big part of you moving forward as well. Yeah. Um, how, Two, 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 two little bits. Of, in fact, one bit of bit of advice or that you might have, and then one thing kind of going forward for anybody who's in this similar situation where they're kind of stuck at the moment and they're 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 trying to get things right with social media, um, maybe with their Instagram, and it doesn't feel like things are coming together. What advice would you have for them at this time? Yeah, um, as I've said, as I mentioned a lot throughout um, this call, it's it always comes back to the audience and their problems because building a business and products and content towards an audience that doesn't need the solution that you have to offer or the problem isn't big enough. I always think spend as much time as possible truly 
and deeply understanding your audience and what their challenges are. And your job from that point onwards is to help them move from one place to the next. So having a deep understanding of who they are, you know, gender, age, uh, demographic, whatever it is, understanding who they are, what their pain points are, what their desires are, and then start to build upon that and become that expert within the space and then providing free content that helps them engage and build trust with you, but then end up building products that are the full and remarkable solution eventually. And I would always recommend build your product off of paid advertising and to be able to be in a position where you can turn advertising spend into revenue because then you've got a business that uh, lasts the the whole the whole way whereas jumping on fads and short trends based on certain organic um, strategies are good in the short term but your business has to be built on solid foundation and the solid foundation on any online business is being able to turn advertising spend into revenue. Yeah. Yeah. I fully agree. I fully agree. Mm. Um, and one, one final thing, we're going to go into a sure. sort of a quick fire round, very conscious of your time. <laughs> um, so we're going to a quick fire round in just a moment, mm. but just, just so we're really clear, I think you've already kind of answered this, but over the next three, six months, what, where, where is your main focus going to be on Instagram? Videos, IGTV. Perfect. Yeah. Let's say no more. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I needed to hear. Good. Okay. Um, all right. Let's 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 go into just a, a couple of quick fire questions. Sure. Um, they don't have to be quick fire answers, but just okay. quick fire questions. Um, is there any sort of unusual morning or daily practice or daily routine um, that you that you just can't live without? Oh. Very, very good question. Daily or morning routine? Well, I've started to get back into F45. For those who haven't experienced it, it's a 45-minute uh, workout. I should be on commission because I, <laughs> I talk about this place all the time. But it's been closed during coronavirus and my fitness dropped considerably. So now I signed back up and that is just such an easy way to, to get exercise and, and get in and out. I'm not, I don't like hanging around the gym for too long. So I like to be yeah. in and out quite quickly. So F45 is like my daily routine that I can't live F45. without. F45. <laughs> and is that, is that, is that an in-person gym or is that an online or how does that work? Oh, uh, it's, it's like a franchise. It's international now and it's, right. it's almost a bit of a cult really, but it's quite an intense workout. It's only 45 minutes, part of a group, but the energy is great. The people there are awesome and it's just so much fun and it's probably the best workout I've ever had. So I can't, yeah. For, for my own sanity and, and for time efficiency, I always, um, I always promote F45. Amazing. Amazing. I, I've not yeah. heard of that, but I will, I will certainly take a look. Certainly take a look. Um, okay, perfect. So who close or distant do you, do you feel has been the most influential person in your growth or in your direction where you are today? Wow. Um, one of uh, my mentors called Daniel Priestley. I don't yeah. know if you know Daniel. Um, he wrote books like KPI, Oversubscribed, 24 Assets. He's such a visionary when it comes to business. And he's been through it from, I think he started his first business when he was a teenager. And he was already grossing millions in revenue at that point. And he's just, you know, he's a good friend. And he's helped me so much form that structure around what, I need to then package up something to then scale it up. So Daniel has been a massive influence, certainly over the past um, two years. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Have you read his books? 
I have, yeah, very keenly. And, and it, we've recommended his books to a number of clients as well. Mm. Um, particularly, actually, his book, which is Key Person of Influence. Yes. Um, which I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a very big fan of. And again, I can happy to put links in the show notes to, to, to Key Person of Influence as well, um, which I would highly recommend. And that, this may be, I don't imagine it's the same answer, but the next question would have been, uh, what book do you gift to people, recommend to people most often? Um, oh, there's, there's a really good book that I've been gifting quite a lot recently, and it's called um, Sell Like Crazy by okay. a guy called Subri Subi. Yeah. Have you had a chance to read that one yet? I, ha- I haven't, no. No, yeah. I haven't. Um, I will take that recommendation as well. What's, what's some of the key highlights or takeaways? So he, he's an Australian entrepreneur and he um, owns a digital marketing company called King Kong. Right. And he scaled his, I think he's done over $1.3 billion in revenue for his clients online, which is crazy numbers. I think he did that in three, four years or something like that. Wow. Um, and he's compressed a lot of his thinking into that one book. And it talks a lot about the process of, building lead magnets and advertising spend into revenue. So a lot of the topics we talked about today, I actually learned from that book. Okay. Very, okay. very um, refined uh, yeah. version of everything. Because there's so much information out there, out there. He's just refined into a very short book, which I found really useful. So I'm, I'm giving that out quite a lot recently. Okay. I love yeah. it. I love it. Any, any, any marketers or anybody with a sort of a marketing head on will be probably rubbing their hands together at this, at yeah, this moment going, to get their hands on that. Yeah. It's actually quite hard to get hold of. So if you can't get on Amazon, I know it's available on eBay. It may just take some time to get through, or you can actually go through his funnel where you can uh, Google it and then I just said, I think it's a free plus shipping offer he's got available okay. on there. Yeah. Uh, and then Worth you can experience his emails and follow up sequences and all this kind of stuff as well. Yeah. And there's, there's great value in that as well, which I've spoken spoken about that in a separate episode. Modeling. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Um, if you, if you, if you could get one message out to the world or one quote out to the world, what would it say? Um, I always, to my, to my audience, the one that always springs to mind and something I think resonates with them is this relates to dating, but also I think it applies to just business and general life. I say by saying yes to Mr. Wrong, you're saying no to Mr. Right. So by wasting time doing one thing almost becomes a blockage from doing the thing that's going to serve you best. So with my audience, they might get caught up with a guy who's not right for them. And then that becomes a blockage for the right person who's out there who can't date them. So applying that principle to business as well, it's about saying no to the wrong things. So whether it's a job, whether it's a business, whether it's whatever it is, or a group, or you know, who knows what it is, if it's not serving you, by saying yes to that thing, you're saying no to the thing that is going to push you to that next level. So I know Warren Buffett's big on that, about saying no a lot and saying yeah. often. Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely. a good methodology. And I've had to apply that a lot in my life to be able to really refine and focus on what, what I need to focus on. I, I, re- I really like that. And as you say, that, that transcends areas far more than, than dating and, and business, but almost all areas of life is if you say no to this, what do you, or if you say yes to this, what are you saying no to? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's perfect. Perfect. So final question. Uh, I yes. asked this to everybody um, mm-hmm. and I would love to hear your take on this as well. Uh, ben is 
Uh, name of the podcast is the Influence Podcast. So, mm-hmm. what does the word influence mean to you? Um, I think influence is about contribution and about helping people. I think about adding value and helping them solve their problems because we're all here to to serve a purpose. And I, I feel in the past when I had my account before and it was all about me. It just didn't feel, it always felt like a hollow victory, but being able to shine the light on other people and help them progress in whatever they want to achieve, that is the most rewarding thing that you can do. And that's, that's what I think is most important about having that influence. Thank you so much. I think that is probably the perfect place to end um, for today. But I am extremely grateful of your time, um, you, your, your insights. I, I know that I'm going to be sending a lot of people to this episode um, with real practical how-to tips of um, you know the latest things on Instagram, things that you're using mm-hmm. that are getting you incredible results. Obviously, even checking out, we, we talked about your your opt-in pages and, and, and the structure of that as well, which I know a lot of people find value in. Um, there may be one or two people coming over for dating advice as well. <laughs> um, so uh, if, if there are, then, then, then you'll be able to connect with them as well. But uh, I'd love to love to catch up again. If we if we did this say in a, in a few months, maybe even um, say next year at some point. It sounds crazy. Awesome, so I'm talking yeah. about next year, doesn't it? But yeah. once this has been up and running, and and, and you know you've implemented this, the the things that you've been that you've been you've been doing on on Instagram, social media, and with your new your new products and offer and the structure of, of the, the the program and such, it'd be great to catch up and see how those things that you've been working on have have, have been implemented, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and how you're readjusting and how you're realigning as well. Yeah, I'd love to. Sounds like a plan. Perfect, perfect. Ben, thank you so much for your time. Is there anything final that you'd like to say or like to leave everybody with? Um, no, I think that's it. I'm looking forward to the next one. Hopefully in the next session, we'll be able to share more about uh, webinars and web classes and then building of the product. I think by that point, I'll be a lot further along in the journey. And if anyone who's listening to this wants to reach out, um, yeah, just, you can find me on at Benjamin Daly, B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N-D-A-L-Y. Amazing. Ben, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody that's been listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this. I'm sure that you have. I'll put links in the show notes to um, Ben's Instagram, uh, the books that we've discussed as well, and the the, the two or three different softwares and tools that have also been mentioned through the episode. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Have a fantastic week, and I look forward to speaking with you all very, very soon. All the best. Take care. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.